Hey, beautiful. Yes, I mean, and the guys listening too. What's up with y'all today? What's going on? How y'all feeling on this Sunday? I hope everyone's feeling good, feeling blessed. Today, in today's episode, we'll be reading and reacting to real life experiences posted by Reddit users that they deem to be the scariest thing they've experienced. The scariest thing that they've ever had happen to them. As usual, if you would like to keep up with the podcast on social media, follow us at Vibe W Phantom. And to follow me, I'm at Neo Phantom on everything except Instagram, because on there I'm the Neo Phantom, T A G. All right? But for, with further delay, that's how y'all know I hype. I, I can't talk, I can't do without further delay. Let's get into these stories. Like I said, I reacted to them, so I don't know. I don't know the stories. I don't know what's going on here, but let's go. Story number one. They said, this person, as y'all know, I shout them out. It's underscore Mother North underscore, and they said this happened to them in a national park. Here we go. There's a national park nearby with a bike slash hike trail at the bottom of the valley. This section of that trail has always felt wrong to me. One night when I was hiking there with a friend and we sat down for a rest on an abandoned railroad bridge about 50 yards from the trail. That don't sound right, but okay. After we had been sitting there for a while talking with each other, every single bug, in brackets, there were a lot, close brackets, suddenly stopped making sounds. This was after we had been sitting for a while, so it wasn't us entering the area or being loud. Even the leaves were silent. To go from so much ambient noise to complete silence was so incredibly unnerving. We both immediately headed back to the car without speaking about what had occurred. It was a mutual and wordless decision. That's why I can't. I'm so scared of camping. I'm so scared of the woods, forests any open area where it'll only be y'all and we don't know what things like that so scary to me and it's a national park i don't know if y'all know but the missing 411 cases i'll get into those on my podcast but hella things happen in these national parks yes y'all still visiting i don't understand but moving on story number two this one has a title i was inches away from death Hello, I'm Diego, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a sophomore in high school, and I go to Central High School. One morning on a Thursday, me and my friends were playing football before school started. While we were playing, some random kid comes up to us and asks to join us. We all say yes, and we're playing with this kid for about an hour. Finally, bell rings. I say goodbye to all my friends and start heading to class. Okay, seems normal so far. I get to class and sit down to start getting calls from my mother. I text her back saying, I'm in class, can't call right now. She proceeds to text me saying, there's a shooting threat made to my school saying it would happen that same day. 
but my mom is telling me to leave now and my teacher comes up and tells me to get off my phone i tell him i talking to my mom about something really important he asked what it's about and i show him my mom's text he calls the office and i get sent up and i get called home well sure enough gunshots were heard and my school went on lockdown police are called and my school stays on lockdown for about an hour straight the kid who was arrested turns out to be the kid me and my friends were playing with i had a feeling i had a feeling it was something about the kid i had a feeling it was something about the kid because why you felt the need to mention him or give any kind of fact story on him i understand that you've given us the basis of how your day went before this happened but i just felt like it was something about the kid i just felt like it was something about the kid all of a sudden you want complete i understand that's the normal kidly thing to do but it just felt weird to me and when i say everything is normal up until this point i mean aside from that that gave me like a weird feeling that person was zero x swaggy that's the username this one is phase x drone I was only 14 when this happened. Me and my friend Jack went out to mess around and it didn't take us long to begin to do knock and run. I had to pause because a lot of these are spelling errors and missing words, but I'm trying to make the best out of the story. <laughs> we had done about 15. If y'all don't know what knock and run is, it's obviously knocking on people's doors and running. Continuing on, we had done about 15 before we came to one creepy looking house. When we went up to it, we could hear the house falling to pieces. I knocked and the door just creaked open. My friend looked at me and then walked in and I followed. It was dark in the house, everything was damp. We began to walk upstairs. Everything creaked when we walked on it. We came to the top floor, we looked in every room, all was pretty much empty, but there is one door we forgot. We could hear noises on the other side, so Jack slowly opened it and the room was a mess. Chairs on the side, the bed upside down, there were needles on the floor, knives and dirty clothes. But then, we look in the corner, there was a mine greasy long hair staring at the wall speaking to it knife in his hand i sorry i shake it <laughs> things like this so creepy to me okay knife in his hand he had been self-harming jock whispered to get out slowly then the man turns and stares at us he starts screaming then we start running as y'all should have. I wasn't even getting up, but I don't know if he was running as well. So we ran to Jack's house, told his mom and dad what happened. They phoned the police, and me and Jack still don't know what happened after that. Let me politely take y'all with me. I close all of these doors in the room where I'm at. Because y'all in these stories trying to cost me triple.
right? Lovely underscore Sav said, okay, here it goes. So basically, two or three years ago, me and my two friends decided to go on a walk in a forest close by. First wrong decision you could have ever made. Mind you, our town is small and this forest paths are extremely worn down and the map is spray painted over. So you basically just have to assume where you're going. The forest is attached to a park and it was a Monday, so it was basically deserted except for a single white van parked in a small lot. Moment of silence, because I don't I don't I don't know if this story is a joke or what. Because from number one, you don't know where you're going. You already guessing where you're going. Two, the police deserted. It's Monday. Three, there's one white van out of all vehicles that could have been, been there on that day. It's one single white van and you told me, you telling me, I hope you ain't telling me, that you still went. I hope you're not. Okay. Obviously, me and my friend thought nothing of it and made a couple of dumb comments about it. Whatever. We continue going down the path and since we have all been in this town a decent time and have walked down, we know the paths relatively well. But we decided to go the long way. We were walking and nearing the end where it was a big bank next to the river and to the left of it, was the path to exit the forest. As we turn the corner to the bank, we see a person laying down in all black, gloves on, black beanie on, and a hood covering their face. Now, being some middle schoolers, we give each other a look. I shaking. I sorry. At this point, I can't even read. Cause these kids. What? Okay. Being some middle schoolers, we give each other a look and we start to whisper to each other. One of my friends wants to keep walking and the other wanted to make sure he was okay. Make sure who was okay? Excuse me. This person have on all black on a Monday day. I don't know what part of the day it is. A Monday day. A hoodie covering his face, gloves on. And you trying to... A beanie on and you trying to make sure they okay seriously okay okay I'm sorry now I am definitely not any type of scary I am a 115 pound five foot girl so of course I decided to see if he was okay I grabbed a stick and started whispering Hello. and sir. expecting an answer and not getting one after a while, all of us realize it doesn't look like he's moving and we freak. I whip out my phone and put 911 on speed dial. As soon as I do this, I start walking over and I say, sir, and start to reach out to poke him. As I do this, he starts moving. Oh my gosh, I just can't chill, sorry. As I do this, he starts moving and me and my friends almost dookie ourselves. I whisper, and we start booking it down the path. At this point, I scared because I in the bath. 
and I could hear him running after us. I don't even know why I felt the need to go see if he was good. Are y'all good? Like, what? I hear him running after us. My friends are looking back, and I keep telling them to keep going. I pull out my EpiPen and curse myself for not taking the pocket knife my brother offered. Eventually, we get a certain distance, and we know he's not following us anymore. We start talking about it. Y'all should have started talking when y'all get home. This ain't no time to be conversing. I'm trying to comfort my friends while trying not to vomit at the thought I could have and was ready to risk and most likely the end of my life for my two best friends. I realized how valuable my life really is. We ended up not telling our parents and not telling anyone after that knowing no one would believe us and that's where you always go wrong in situations like this. Anyways, in a small town, who would? To this day, I still wonder what would have happened if I hadn't felt so off and told them to run. Will baby girl or baby boy? What you mean this ain't a situation people would have believed you in? What you mean this isn't a situation you should have told your bit? Huh? A whole white van was just parked in front of the trail where y'all are. The piece of forest where you're at, the park where you're at. You see someone laying down, tripping over. The person ran after y'all, after y'all done, called them. And you were telling me this ain't something you should have told your parents. Okay. Next story. Alternate universe or what? This is by reinvent underscore millennial. This incident happened maybe four or five months ago. I decided to link up with a friend. She picked me up and we entered the gas station. She goes inside to purchase a six pack of Coronas. I in no way, form or fashion condone drinking and driving as I'm aware it is illegal. She cracks one open and as do I and I only took about three sips. Sips! Her bottle was neither half empty nor half full if that makes sense. We riding down the street almost to her house when she gets on the phone. Halfway through her phone call, I start to feel panicky and I get a sensation in my chest as if I'm about to have a literal heart attack and extreme anxiety takes over my body. I immediately demand her to stop the car. She looks at me and asks if I'm okay. By that point, no, I'm not. I feel super uneasy and I just want to get the hell out of the car. I keep demanding her to pull over, <laughs> like, now. And she's giving me this look like I've lost my mind. And I tell the person on the phone to hold on and that she would have to call him back. She pulls over and I immediately step out of the car. It's so much cooler and I can breathe. She keeps asking me, what's the problem? And I keep looking at the bear. Am I tripping? I ask myself. She urges me to please get back in the car and that the house is right around the corner. Like, in no way, shape, or form should you be tripping right now, is what she's trying to tell Mr. or Mrs. Millennium. But she's like, cool, whatever. Let's just get there. We hang out for a few, then I'm ready to go, but this girl could not find her phone whatsoever. 
she never stepped foot out of the car after she hung up until we got to her house. Up until that point, I hadn't paid much attention to it. It was flat out missing. We checked the car at least 10 times front to back. We checked the bathroom. We basically retraced all her steps. It wasn't making sense and it was starting to drive us a little mad. We keep asking each other, am I crazy? Are you crazy? Are we crazy? Somebody gotta be crazy. Something gotta be up. We spent over an hour and a half trying to find her goddamn phone. She had the iPhone Pro. That's not so hard to miss. Especially if it had a case on it like it did. We finally said, F it, and got into the car to see if maybe it was on the street. We stopped on earlier when I started having why she put why she put a comma there come on you're trying to treat me like i can't read you're trying to force people to think i can't read anyways she basically saying they stopped on the street that they was on earlier when she was having a wet episode now the whole time we looking i have to find my iphone app going so i can see its exact location so we got into the car and slowly headed up the street following the gps we passed the street that we initially stopped on earlier and drove up half the block where we were right in front of this huge church. I can hear her phone beeping as well. By this time, I'm not only irritated as hell because I just want to go home, but I'm also very much confused as to why we were on the other street adjacent to the one we stopped on earlier. There it is. I shouted as I pointed to it, laying face up. The alert was going off still. She got out, retrieved it, but when she got back in, we were super confused. She was just glad to have her phone back. Me? I'm like, no, no, no. She had a phone on in her hand, and all of a sudden, it's not. And here it is on the ground in front of a big church. Yeah, take me on. To this day, we still can't explain this and the mini anxiety or panic attack before all this stuff happened. It's all just very ironic and I don't have an answer. And I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Reinvent millennials, you sound like a female. And um, my dear, my love, beloved, it does sound like an alternate universe. I hear so much things like this and I actually, I believe in alternate universes. I don't know. Look who entered in the studio. Uh, and BMG, I'm Janice, you're screaming, guys. Hello, wonderful, beautiful people. All right, we have three stories left. Let's get into them. I enjoy these so far, honorable y'all. So, so I underscore swallow underscore I, the man in the yard. First off, the title already threw me for a loop because, again, things like this are so scary to me, mysterious people, people watching you, stalking you, sneaking up on you, the whole aspect of stalking is so scary. Mr. and Mr. Swallow said, so me and my friends were about to go to bed, so we brushed our teeth, and after, I walked by the backyard window. In brackets, they said, keep in mind that the outside light is on. And out of the corner of my eye, I see a shadow. So I walked up to the window and looked. 
and I see Aman smile. What? 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 I froze in. I froze in. <laughs> I told all of my friends and they walked up behind me and screamed. I told them to calm down. Shh, calm down. Say, go away. <laughs> you telling me you see this person smile at you from your backyard and you want the people who with you to leave you by your lonesome? Alright. They say he just smiled. I got so scared, but I built up enough courage to walk up outside. Excuse me? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? Why are you outside building up courage to go talk with some cop? Either way, it don't matter the age. Like in cases like this, just call the cop for real. But nonetheless, they said they built up the courage to walk outside and say they had the cops on the phone. He smiled at me and walked away. Turns out he was an escaped convict from the mental institution. I've never been so scared in my life. Clearly, it wasn't scared enough because how you get outside in this man's face how you get that could have been the last time you ever had the chance to build up any sort of courage why are you outside how you get outside you see this person and i always be the craziest people you see this person just standing there smiling at you big and bold with the lights on in your backyard not moving with a group of y'all there and you could tell me you going outside to face this man no no y'all have plenty balls and they heavy too because i couldn't do it second to the last story is from escape the fat ex am i <laughs> am i slow <laughs> they name escape the fate ex come on bro their story is titled the blue boy basically i was about 13 at the time and i was going through a lot of personal stuff with family etc I was disrupted by all of these events in my life. It was horrible. And during this time, every night a boy with brown hair, blue eyes, and a blue tint to his skin would come to me in my dreams, warning me about future things that would happen. But I brushed it off until every time the boy's predictions would come true. One day I was sitting in my living room with my brother and my mom and everything felt like a dream but i was fully awake and all of a sudden i saw the blue boy poke his head around the corner of the door frame and point at my mom and my brother then he just put his head back around the corner okay blue boy slow down what what that point what that finger supposed to mean what am i supposed to be looking for okay you point to them what about them don't leave me hanging Anyways, me and my mom and brother started hearing noises coming from the kitchen, which is right next to my living room. I cried and panicked for hours in my mom's arms to the point where she asked if I was high. Not even two hours later, my mom and brother argued worse than before and didn't speak for ages. Um, I feel like this was probably the most scary experience for this person because it involved a blue guy coming to them in real life that was supposedly only in their dreams and i would be just as terrified like who are you 
And how are you this bold to be making appearances in my dreams? And not only in my dreams, but in real life. Beeping your head around the corner, pointing at my parents, pointing at my son. I would have been so scared. So I understand, like, reading it and hearing it is like, okay, that's your scariest experience. But putting yourself in their shoes and having someone that was from your dreams that clearly can't be real because why your skin blue? You, you ain't real. You ain't real, so why you here? Like, I would have been just as scared, so I understand where they're coming from. Last story, and I hope this is a good one, so we can end on a bang. We can end with a bang. But this story is from dark underscore feeling underscore one. Titled, Woods. When I was around 18, I was living with my grandparents for some time. I made four friends there and two cousins. We all, seven people, decided to go into the haunted forest one mile down the road. Oh, hell. Hell, but to break loose. It's always the group of people making these spontaneous decisions talking about some haunted forest. We gathered flashlights, sticks, and one pocket knife because it was known for people never returning. And the one or two who returned were in a state of shock. And this way all the sides to go. This way y'all taking upon yourselves. So, oh my gosh, let's just go down to this forest that's known for taking people alive. Y'all don't know what is happening in this forest. Like, come on, put y'all decide and go there. We didn't believe in ghosts at the time and went there just like a group of 18 year old teens would do. I don't know, I must be skipped the year 18 because this could have never been me. I was a little buff at the time and had the pocket knife, so I never thought I'd be the one to get killed. Mister, mister, what? You already, you already taking it upon yourself that, okay, I, I ain't gonna be the one to get killed. I, I is the buffest out of the crew and I have the deadliest weapon. So I ain't gonna be the one to get snatched up. If you think it like that, you need to stay home. This is a case where you should be staying home. We went in the forest and found an abandoned bunker type house. We all went in and found crayons and some kids drawing. So we got to know it was a school at some point and people thought this was creepy and ran until they got lost. End of story. Y'all telling me in y'all head. This thought this was you, you, I stuttered and all y'all telling me all of this y'all just described and that's why people was getting scared coming back home shaking up half the time they don't even make it back home because they see a couple of kids coloring in the forest really okay suddenly one of my co this story have me shaking up I can't even speak and we get to the story probably okay suddenly one of my cousins told me to shut up and pointed at a table. On the table was a handgun and a semi-automatic rifle. I picked up the handgun and one of my friends picked up the rifle. Y'all too like touch. Y'all ain't even supposed to be I or get picking up this gun and that gun. I checked the handgun and it was loaded. And when my cousin took the rifle to check if it was loaded, it fell down. We heard a sound. Thomas, is that you? 
at that point we all started running like crazy unfortunately we were all safe i still had the handgun and didn't know i think they mean didn't know i still had the handgun and didn't know what to do still being a scaredy cat i told my grandpa everything police raided the area and two arrests were made okay two arrests were made so let me try to debunk this story so the forest wasn't really haunted then hold on or was it a was it a haunted forest and it was just two crazy people there killing people off taking the chance to kill people in that way and they would never be searched for because it's a quote unquote haunted forest i feel like that's that's the whole that that's my take on it there's two arrests meaning two people and when y'all drop the gun you all have someone talking so damn two people take it about themselves to reside in a haunted forest and whenever people come to visit and explore because obviously someone would for whatever reason they get take out because what y'all in the forest why y'all in the forest with a rifle i understand it's a forest and there's animals why y'all in the forest a haunted forest with a rifle that's what it's giving to me so i guess the people who actually made it away from those people is the set who came back home shaking up and unable to explain what happened because it don't seem right from their perspective like y'all in it but reading it from the outside i feel like that's what it is i don't know though and i don't know as far as they talking about so i can't even research either way i hope y'all enjoyed the stories as much as i did because i sit here twirling around in this chair smiling biggest smile on my face but i still shaking up so i enjoyed it i hope you all did again and i hope to see y'all in the next episode episode six which is going to be reading and reacting to y'all weird confessions and i scared to see what y'all put in these if y'all ain't if y'all ain't confess yet mind you all of these are anonymous if y'all ain't confess yet i'll put the link in the description of this episode go ahead confessed it's anonymous we ain't gonna know who you is we just can know what kind of weird human being you are that's the end of the episode i'll see y'all or talk to y'all speak with y'all in the next one to the loo